it's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Oh, I thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. Today, we got a lot going on today. I know I say that often, but I don't remember ever having this many, like, notes for the show. Jerome, do you? No? I don't think so. Uh, there's a lot happening. I feel like I, like, it feels like I haven't been here for a while because of all the stuff that I have, but I guess this week, a lot of things happened, so uh, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, oh, we're back on the um, the better mixer. I order. I ended up ordering a new cable for this one, just because. I mean, it was cheaper than a new mixer entirely. Although I have not ruled that out. So if you have any suggestions for uh, a mixer, I have some like weirdly specific um, specifications. Is that the right? Is that how you say that? I can't read out loud. You know this. Uh, oddly specific things that I want to have on it. So um, if anybody knows audio things, let me know. All right. And then maybe uh, we'll save up or maybe we'll crowdfund it. I don't know. Crowdfund it under the guise of make me sound better. Make this show sound a lot better than it does. And then um, then maybe we can start doing some live stuff. Who knows? Who knows? And I've done live stuff before, but it's never been to the quality where I want it because I don't have the best stuff to do. I don't have the best rig to do live stuff. So, I mean, yeah, Pat, you're on Twitch. Yeah, I know, but it's on a crappy headset and the volume's weird anyway. So there you go. All right. So audio people, let me know. And maybe uh, eventually, several months from now, when I save up the money, uh, maybe I can get a new thing or not, but we're good for now. And uh, I don't know if this thing craps the bed. I don't know what to do, but um, yeah, that's where we are with that. So we should sound a little better than last week. I'm doing my best, uh, but on the menu today, uh, I dealt with IT at work for several days in a row. We will talk about that. My Facebook was hacked. We will get into that as well. Jeopardy update. We got some news coming out of that world. Uh, the kid who was on the cover of the Nirvana album, Nevermind, well, he decided to sue the band, and we'll talk about that too. We got a brand new song. Well, I don't know if it's brand new. It's brand new to me from last night, Saved My Life. Uh, we will play that, and then a bunch of sports stuff, a bunch of baseball stuff to wrap up the show. And a question on uh, on sports things too so all of that plus whatever else uh finds its way into the show here but some business to take care of before we do all of that stuff i was going to talk about wrestling today and then i thought well that's more words for me to edit and stuff and then you know mom has to skip and that's not what we want so <laughs> i wrote about it instead it's up at theBelticPat.com called is wrestling back because they had a big weekend uh i guess the industry as a whole kind of so I uh, opined about it uh, on the website, so go check that out. And anything else that I was going to talk about? Oh, people who are uh, good with uh, Discord and Patreon and stuff, let me know what I should be doing with these. I have both of them. There are a couple of stories up on Patreon, part of a book I was planning to write. I think I've talked about that. I'm going to do some, hopefully, some music stuff, some behind-the-scenes, like, hey, we're working on some new stuff or whatever. Uh, that'll go up there. I thought about putting the show up a couple days early on Patreon. I don't know, though. But what else can I put on there to feel good about taking people's money? It's not that much, the Patreon, but yeah, I, I want to have some things there in place that I can be like, hey, here's what we're doing. 
this month or this uh, next two weeks or whatever. So let me know. Also, come chat in the Discord. Link will be in the old show notes because I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with it. It's like another platform we can chat and stuff. I don't really know. But if you have any uh, suggestions for what to do with those things, I'm all ears. All right. And eyes if you write it. I don't know if you're going to call me. But uh, yeah. So thank you for all of that. Also, I made uh, there's a site called Linktree where you can put all your uh, links to all your projects and whatnot in one place. So I did that. And there are some, uh, well, they let you suggest ways people can give you money to do stuff. Like you can uh, do a video message or you can cover a song or write them a song or whatever. So uh, I added some of those. The link tree will be in the show notes. That'll be the link for all my stuff. Instead of four or five different links, it'll all be uh, on the link tree. That's kind of the point. And next week, I think, I hope, uh, we will have a special episode by request. Thank you, Josh. Um, I won't tell you what it is yet because I don't know if it's going to happen next week because I'm waiting to hear back from some people. So, uh, yeah, you know, people pay for stuff. You fully research it. So you want to flesh it out as best you can. So uh, actually, you know what? I will tell you the history of the Bigfoot pizza from Pizza Hut. So if you have any experience with this, if you worked at Pizza Hut at the time, if you ever ate it, if you remember, if you had a bad experience about it, I would like to know. And uh, I'll include it in the show next week. Hopefully next week. If not, then maybe the following week. I reached out to Pizza Hut Corporate, so uh, we'll see if they get back to me. So that's that would be the only real delay, is that I'm waiting to hear back from Big Wigs at Pizza Hut to really get this thing going. So yeah, see? Full research and reaching out to people like a real journalist, that's what you get if you pay me $10. So, <laughs> so yeah, Discord, Patreon, Linktree, all that stuff is up there all in the show notes, all at the website and all that. So that's the housekeeping that we had to deal with. And uh, that's it, right? I feel like we've been here for 20 minutes already. Maybe you feel that way too. That's bad. I don't know. But anyway, there you go. That's all the stuff going on with me. And now, you know, seven, eight minutes in, we're finally going to get to the show. So I had some problems at work the other day. And so I work from home, been working from home since April 2020. And it's been the best year plus of my career by far, but sometimes there are some problems. So we have to log into a VPN, which basically like we're on the work server and not our own uh, internet to do stuff because it's more secure and all that. I'd be honest with you. I don't really know how VPNs work. I have one. I haven't set it up yet. My antivirus comes with one, I guess. Maybe I should try to start using it. I don't know what real good it would do for me personally, but uh, for work, I get it. I do some sense. I deal with some sensitive material. So we got to be on the VPN to do some work. And so the other day, I went to log in as I usually do. And it says login failed. I'm like, oh, man, maybe I put my password in wrong. Maybe because what will happen is you log in, and then it'll send me a text with a code to put in to then log into the thing and get to work. So login failed. I'm like, well, what the hell? So I tried again, made sure I got the password right. For some reason, the second time it worked. And then I got a text, I put in the code, and then it says login failed. And it kept looping me back to Login failed, login failed. So I get on the phone with IT and I say, hey, I can't get in the VPN. What's going on? And so they said, change your password. So I did. And they changed my password on one of their fancy websites. And then that didn't change it for the PC. And then all the whole thing became a mess. And that was another web to untangle. And um, basically, I spent nine hours over two work days on the phone with IT trying to get this resolved. And what I learned was that my account, for some reason was locking every 30 seconds. So I would get in to the VPN, and then before I could do anything else, it would lock. So I'd be kicked out again. 
and then I couldn't log into our work program software thing to do anything. So that's a problem. And I'm just like, all right, what do I do? And the guy was like, hey, do you work for one of the guys? I talked to like four or five different people. And one of the guys was like, hey, do you work for this place? And I'm like, no, I've never worked there. I've never even, I don't even know where that is. And he said, that's weird because your old password is being used on this server. And I was like, all right, that doesn't make any sense because this happened before I changed my password. Like I only changed my password at your suggestion, not him specifically, the other person, whatever. So he's like, all right, cool. So this was Wednesday and Thursday. And I talked to my boss and she's like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll send it up the chain as we do. And we'll see what we got to do. Do we just wait on it? What do we, what's going on? So the manager, my boss's boss said, all right, if it's still giving problems on Monday, cause I took off Friday cause dad and Arthur day, which was uh, rocky, but fun. Uh, <laughs> so she said, all right, if it's still wonky on Monday, then he's going to have to come into the office until it's fixed. And I thought, well, that's not good. First of all, don't want to go to the office. Second of all, there's nothing that really they can do if I'm in the office. Like the only thing that's going to happen is they're going to have to find out how to unlock my account from this other server, which doesn't require me to go anywhere. And if uh, the way that work is right now, it's kind of slow. So me being in the office is a complete waste of my time and their time. So I wanted to avoid that. Thankfully, came back on Monday, had no problems. And someone actually called me on Monday afternoon. And uh, I guess maybe I was supposed to call them. I don't know, but I forgot because I had to catch up on some stuff. So I get a call from them Monday afternoon. They're like, hey, we're just calling about this ticket. Just want to make sure you're all right. Like, what's going on? So I explained the whole thing. This was a new person. So I explained the whole thing. Like, yeah, dude, I've been on the phone for nine hours over the last couple of days. And uh, I was off yesterday or Friday. Came in Monday. So far, so good. So this week, it's been good. I mean, for me, it's Thursday. So hopefully tomorrow I will have no problems. But yeah. Two days, nine hours, uh, a lot of frustration, a lot of messy stuff. And then um, finally, by the grace of somebody, I got back in. So if you were using my password, there you go. Super Mario coin. How about that? Um, so that was uh, Wednesday and Thursday of last week. And then Monday, I got back in. But Monday morning, I get an email at like 5.40 a.m. I woke up to it to an email from Facebook, said, hey, somebody, smooth transition, right? Is that good? No? All right. Uh, hey, somebody changed your password. And I'm like, all right, that's weird. It was a person in Australia. And I'm like, okay, clearly that wasn't me. Why would you let that person in to my account to do that? Because you know that I've never logged in from there. I've only logged in from the U.S. So at least I think, unless I logged in in Mexico years ago, but I don't think. Anyway, not the point. Um Man, I miss Mexico. Our honeymoon was awesome. And anyway, again, Pat, you're getting off track. You're right. You've been here long enough. All right. So I, I get it. I get the thing and I, I'm just like, all right, this should be easy, right? Just go and say, hey, forgot password, change it again, boom. But it kept telling me to log in again because I have two, what is it? Two-factor authentication. Is that the word? And it's like, hey, you know, put in this code that you got on the, the code generator screen. The problem is the way you get that code is on Facebook. So you have to be logged in to get that code. And if I'm locked out of my account, I can't log in. So I'm like, all right, I'm going through all this stuff. I'm trying to get back in. I'm like, what do I have to do? How do I, pr I guess, how do I prove to you that this is me? 
And so finally, after several hours of nonsense and frustration and what the hell, can I just have one computer thing that goes right for me today? I got back in, changed my password like four times, and now I'm using an authenticator app from But I did, somebody suggested that to me, and I was like, all right, that sounds like a good idea. So uh, I should be good. Also, uh, people ask, like, hey, do you use that password elsewhere? Well, the reason that I had to change, I had recently changed my password, and the reason was because I had to, what I had to do, reset my browser or something. And I changed it to something that I don't use for anything else. Uh, yeah, because I'd forgotten my other password. So I, my browser reset, I had to change it. And then, you know, I changed it to something like totally unique from everything else. So I'm good there. Not worried about my other stuff getting, uh, getting taken over. You can have my identity. I don't care. Just, you want to be me? Go right ahead. You're not going to get very far. I don't have a lot of money. Um, <laughs> I know that's not why people steal identities, but um, it could be. Also, how did Facebook not realize I'm not in Australia? Like, why would something in the algorithm should have clicked to say, hey, wait a minute, this person who's only logged in in Pennsylvania, uh, you know, is now for some reason logging in in Australia. Maybe we should stop this. And they just didn't. They just let it go right on by. So what a mess. And there's no real way to get in touch with Facebook. You just kind of have to pray that the recovery email has the right link in it for you to really unlock and reset your account. And it took like three or four of those emails for me to uh, to find that link, or maybe they didn't only send it in one of them. I don't know. But yeah, back in Facebook, if you got a request from me on Monday morning or a link or anything, it was not me. I don't send requests or links anyway. So you know that's not me. I made the joke that if someone, you know, if it was a friend request or if someone wished you a happy birthday, that clearly was not me because Pat never remembers to wish you a happy birthday on Facebook. So, so there you go. So I'm back in after many hours of frustration. I got back in my VPN at work and back on Facebook. So we are good. And the real reason, that, like, if I didn't have a show to promote, I probably wouldn't be on Facebook at all because most of my engagement for the show comes from Facebook. So that's really, that's my main reason for still being there. It's kind of messy. Maybe I just need to clean up my newsfeed and get rid of some friends again. But I don't know. Or just get off the thing. I don't know what to do. All right. So there you go. So after all that, we are back in. And, uh, oh, hold on one second. All righty, and we're back. Sorry, I thought I heard the trash truck, and I uh, looked out there, and there was some kind of municipal truck. And what I have to do is pull in my trash cans as soon as they're empty, because otherwise they disappear. So, yeah, that's what I, I it's kind of weird that I have to keep on. Although, luckily, I'm here, so I can see it and hear it, I thought. It was not the trash truck, so <laughs> I guess I'll have to wait. But anyway, we are back. Where were we? We were just getting to the next thing. Here we go. An update from last week, Jeopardy. So I mentioned that by the time I, uh, well, by the time the show came out, because I recorded last week on Tuesday, right? Yes. So there was a piece by Claire McNear, who I think that's how you say her name, who works for The Ringer. She actually wrote a book about Jeopardy, answers in the form of questions. And I was going to buy it because I was like, hey, I've wanted to read that. I heard her talk about it last year when it came out. And then she said, hey, there's going to be a paperback edition, um, but it's on hold because we're waiting for the permanent host and try to settle all this. So now uh, there's a new story to talk about in her next book. So I'm going to wait for the updated version. Um, I don't know, maybe I should buy the other one. But anyway, I'm going to get it either way. So 
There you go. So she uh, broke this story on Wednesday about Mike Richards, who was the executive producer of Jeopardy and who was named the host, as we talked about. Uh, so that piece came out on Wednesday. They taped five episodes with Richards as the host on Thursday. And then Friday morning, he came out and said, hey, I'm stepping down effective immediately. So I the whole thing is really like the time. Just let that timeline sit there for a minute. And that's kind of a line I stole from the Press Box podcast, which is part of the ringer on which I heard Claire McNear talk about all of this. So um, that will be in the show notes if you want to listen to that. I would recommend it if you're interested in this story. So that's the weird timeline here. Uh, But the deal is that Claire found out that Mike Richards is not a good person. And the last thing I would think Jeopardy wants is someone who will, like if if you're at home watching Jeopardy and you're like, oh, who's the new main host of Jeopardy? oh, Mike Richards, let me Google, let me learn about him. And the first thing that comes up is now probably going to be this ringer piece about how he's an uh, You don't want that. So he's no longer the host. So now the uh, the guest hosting will continue. I think Mayim Bialik will be filling in for the first, I think, three weeks of the year. So there's that. So for now, she's in. Um, who knows what they're going to do going forward. But yeah, Mike Richards had this podcast and on it, he said some you know degrading things to women and disabled people and uh, things that wouldn't fly, right? So, or shouldn't have flown then, and definitely won't fly now. So, uh, also when she reached out to Sony or his agent or something, uh, like right after she reached out for comment about it, every episode of the podcast was gone, like scrubbed from the internet. And, uh, yeah, so clearly that's the problem. And, uh, Mike Richards is no longer the host of Jeopardy. However, comma, two problems I have here. Well, Several, actually. Uh, Why didn't they vet him a little better? But anyway, well, I know why, because he gave himself the job, which I talked about last week. But anyway, um, the problem, one of the problems I have is why is he still executive producer? If he's not good enough to be the host of the show, why does he still get to executively produce? Is that how you say that? Probably not. Uh, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Like like one person usually does both. They share a crew because they tape, you know, Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday or whatever, because the studios are right next to each other. So if he's not good enough to be the host, he shouldn't be producer either, I would think. And they already played five games. So that like they taped a week of episodes and they can't replay them because, you know, that the games went how they went. And you can't redo them. You can't be like, hey, just do that exactly the same way. You can't do that. So they're going to have to weirdly edit around him. So I guess um, whoever is the host for those games, those five games that week, is going to have to be, I don't know, you're just going to have that person read the clues and then never, I, I don't know, never cut back to Mike Richards or something like that. I'm not really sure. And it's just a whole weird thing. Like you could have avoided all this. And apparently Mike Richards was the one, the only one who sent episodes to these focus groups to say, hey, who's going to be the host? And from what I understand, uh, he was heavily influencing the decision to give himself the job pretty much. And this, uh, the fact that this didn't come out until after tells me that they didn't vet him for a reason because he was one of the guys in charge of the thing. But again, we did that already. Sorry, sorry. But yeah, what a mess. Like what a complete mess. There were plenty of other hosts that could have been chosen. I understand uh, his role in it was uh, quite major. And that's why we're here. So yeah, it's, um, it's not good. But we will have Mayim Bialik 
filling in for the first three weeks or whenever those three weeks are. And then uh, I think after that, they'll be doing guest hosting again and we'll go from there. I mean, everybody, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people want LeVar Burton uh, or Ken Jennings or, you know, whoever. Um, Either way, like I said, I'm going to keep watching the show because I love trivia. It's more about the contestants than the host. And when you go from Alex Trebek, it's really hard to find someone to do the show after that because he did it in such a unique way and he became an icon for this show. And so that's all, that was always going to be a tough decision. No matter who fills the spot is going to have some backlash, although you would hope that nothing like what Mike Richards is going through now. So uh, yeah, just don't be a jerk and this should be pretty easy, but there you go. So Jeopardy, it is messy and um, I don't know. We'll see. We shall see what they do from there. So speaking of messy, this is not messy. It's weird. It's like it's music news related. I'm not going to dig out the old song. I can't find it. I had it when I used to do music news on this show. I had a theme that I found on YouTube or something years ago. And I, for some reason, did not save that music bed. I just like copied it from other things. And now I don't know where it is. So we're not going to use it. It's one story. It's, and it's not Tom Jones. Sorry to say. Um, so they're the baby on the cover of the Nirvana album, Nevermind, which came out 30 years ago now. His name is Spencer Eldon. He decided that he's going to sue every member of the band and photographers and all this stuff, $150,000 each. It's like eight or 10 people who are listed, including, uh, one of the drummers, a, an early drummer of the band who's not featured on this album at all. So I don't know, just grabbing at straws, I guess. So he has decided now that he's been exploited sexually and it's pornographic or something like that because he's a nude baby on the cover of a, a CD. So, or cassette, I guess, back in the day. And is it on vinyl? Probably. If not then, it certainly would be now. Um, so he decided, hey, I'm gonna, I need money, I guess. because, And the reason I say it that way is because for years, five times, in fact, he has recreated the cover with, you know, trunks on or whatever. He's recreated that cover. He has kind of made some money at conventions and whatnot based on being this guy like hey i'm on the um, that's me i'm on the cover of the album and so he has used it throughout his life as a thing like this is the thing i did you know give me money or like take a picture with me and pay me or whatever so he has used this to his advantage over the years and now suddenly he's suing the band and said hey i was sexually exploited as a baby what the hell i want money now so i'll admit i haven't looked too deeply into this. I've heard a rumor that he joined a new religion and his pastor uh, encouraged him to, I don't know, purge bad things in his life and go sue them or something. I don't know how that works, but um, if anybody knows, let me know. So that's one thing that could have happened, or, you know, both of these could have happened, is that he fell on hard times. Maybe he lost his job, maybe he's getting divorced or whatever, but uh, I would say he needs money now, and he decided, hey, wait a minute, I was exploited as a baby, damn it. Give me some money. And I'm not going to say he wasn't exploited because he, like, he couldn't have made the decision whether or not to do that. However, I don't think he's going about this the right way. Look, if you need money, you need money. I'm not going to fault you for that. But if you, um, I mean, I could fault you if you blew it on a Ponzi scheme or something. But if you're going to sue, why go after the band? Start with your parents. Or why, maybe not even why go after the band, but why go the exploitation route? What you should be mad about is that your dad got paid 200 bucks on the day of the shoot and you've received no other money since then from the sales of the album, right? I would think you would have wanted, and maybe his dad didn't think about this, but maybe you would have wanted 
something in the contract that says, hey, I'm on the cover, you can use my photo, but I want, you know, 1% of every sale, 1% of the total sales or whatever, however you would work it out. I would think that's what you could sue over, although it's certainly a better case, I would think, than, you know, sexual exploitation. But because there was probably no contract and like somebody just paid him cash, you might not have a real leg to stand on. But I think that's better than, oh, uh, now I decided 30 years later that it's a problem, even though I've made money through this, like using this thing that I did over the years. Now I'm mad about it and want money. I would, I mean, sue your parents for not, you know, setting you up properly. That's a civil suit, isn't it? You can sue your parents for not, um, I guess, for not uh, setting up compensation or something like that, or go after the band and say, hey, you know, I want money. Like, you've made money from this album. I want some of it. And maybe, at the very least, they'll settle out of court to make you go away. And maybe they'll do that for this, too. Maybe this maybe this will even get laughed out. I don't know. But I would think that if you're going to sue, at least take the more like logical route and say, hey, I should be getting money. I should have been getting money for this all along. Now I want some. At least you could do that instead of saying, oh, I was exploited. When at least five times you've recreated this cover to make money from it, to use the image and say, hey, this is me. You know, talk about me, everybody. Love me or whatever the case was. But you can't really turn around and say, oh, I was exploited when you've exploited it yourself. You like you've used yourself to make money or make a name off this thing. And now you decide you're not okay with it. That's that's no good. Come on, man. Come on. You know, can we get a boo? Can we boo this man, Jerome? Thank you. Boo this man. I love when I get to boo people. God, what a. Uh, at least sue for royalties, right? Come on, sue for the right thing. All right, so, <laughs> Jesus. What a weird day. Oh, man. People are dumb. All righty, so if you don't like sports, then after the song is where, it, well, it's your cue to leave because that's all that's uh, that's left after this. So there you go. Our friends Last Night Saved My Life, you can find them at lastnightsavedmylife.com and their socials are, I think most of them are Last Night Saved. Uh, anyway, they're releasing a new EP, The Color Infinite Part 1, on October 1st. Is this song on it? I don't know, but I heard this song. It's recent, and I really like it, so I'm going to play it. Again, our friends Last Night Saved My Life, featuring Michaela Delgado. I really hope I said her name right. I'm sorry if I didn't. Anyway, I love this song. It is called Black Dress here inside the Melting Pack on the Next Level Network. You can wear your black dress on red jeans, falling on the mattress like it might. Curb under the lights 
in the heat, I feel your heartbeat. How do you even get me to wrap around your finger like a ring? You told me one thing. We could go, we're sleeping in the morning. There you have it, our friends. Last night saved my life with their, I'll call it their latest, black dress here inside the Melting Pat, featuring Michaela Delgado on the Next Level Network. I feel like I screwed that up. Like I kind of went into a uh, little newfound glory action, little, uh, what was it, my friend? Sorry. So, my bad, guys. <laughs> LastNightSaveMyLife.com for more from them. Should I have them on? October 1st, their EP comes out, uh, The Color Infinite Part 1. What day of the week is that? Let's find out. That's a Friday, so should we have them on for the October 2nd show? Should we interview them like the, like sometime next month? Hey, Last Night Save My Life, if you're listening, I don't know if people listen, if bands listen to the show when I play them, but if you're listening, I think we should do an interview for the show to promote your EP. Sound good? All right. Awesome. Maybe I should tweet at them too. But anyway, there you go. Um, pre-order. Can you pre-order it yet? I don't know yet, but it's out October 1st and uh, maybe a little beyond to talk about it. How about that? Right? We're going to make a, a public declaration. We should do that. Now I have to be held to it. Damn it. All right. Hopefully uh, I can find time with the kiddo and stuff, but uh, I think that'd be really fun. So there you go. Again, last night saved my life featuring Michaela Delgado black dress there you go we did it we made it out of that stuff i don't know just a thought i had right there in the moment and uh hopefully it works if not it's all good so if you don't like sports this is your cue to leave i thank you for hanging out today and um yeah hope you're well 
next week. I hope to have a special episode about the Bigfoot pizza from Pizza Hut, uh, provided I hear back from the bigwigs over there. And uh, yeah, if you have thoughts on that, by the way, let me know. Ever rat about the Pat? Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts, your memories of the Bigfoot pizza from Pizza Hut, because Josh, uh, well, literally paid me to talk about it. So... <laughs> So I want to do it right. I want to do it as best I can. So if anybody has any uh, anything to say about that, let me know. All right. Thank you very much. For the rest of us, let's talk some baseball. been a while since we played the theme music by the way i don't know which one i used if we did probably did the espn one because i came in with more energy than i did if i was going to use talking baseball. we're talking baseball like that i came in too hot for that so there you go maybe next time anyway jeez so like two weeks ago the phillies were in first place and now they are five games back because they just they've just kept losing they just keep losing games and they're just a mess the bullpen is awful the rotation has been messy the lineup goes hot and cold it's just a whole i don't know what to do about it i really don't it's just a whole big mess and i don't like it they're just they're going the wrong way you're going the wrong way the braves meanwhile revamped at the deadline they lost ronald acuna jr to injury for the year and they said well they had two choices they can pack it in and wait till he comes back next year, or go and get some people and be better. And they did, and they are, and they're in first place, and they deserve to be. As uh, as bummed out as it makes me, they went out and made the moves to get it done, and they so far are almost running away with it. So a bummer, but God damn it, that's smart. That was smart. Uh, speaking of going backwards, the Padres not going well over there. Not going well. The offense. Yeah, the pitching is not great. They had a lot of injuries, but, I mean, were they not, like, were they playing above their heads like the Red Sox were at the beginning of the year? I don't know, but the Reds have decided, hey, for months it was a foregone conclusion that the wild card and the division, like, three teams from the NL West were going to make the playoffs. The Giants probably winning the division, and then, I, I think that's almost a lock right now, right? Anyway, um... And then the Dodgers and Padres went in the wild cards because they were both playing really well. And it seemed like no one could catch them. And then they stumble and the Reds say, hey, we're going to start winning and start playing well. And they are. Joey Votto's awesome. He's been having a lot of fun, it looks like. Um, so, yeah, the Reds have uh, taken over that uh, almost that stranglehold, I guess. Wait, let me see the standings. Hold on. I know this might be outdated by the time you hear it. But anyway, I'm going to look it up. All right, so I was wrong. The Reds only have a one-game lead over the Padres right now for the wild card, but they have the spot for now. So really in contention, I'm going to say for the second wild card right now, get out of here, pop-up. I already have it. Why? So I pulled up MLB, the MLB app, and I'm logged into MLB.tv. And while I'm on there, I got a pop-up that says, hey, free, uh, you know, free for the rest of the year or discount for the rest of the year for MLB.tv. I already have it. It's already there. Um, anyway, I would say the NL wild card, one of them is going to be the Dodgers. And the other one's going to, it's between the Reds, the Padres, 
and the Cardinals. I mean, you could say the Phillies, but they've kind of fallen off by now. And I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. They're five games behind the Braves and five behind the Reds. So either way, they're going to have to start winning and those teams are going to have to start losing. So I don't know. So I was wrong. The Reds are not running away with it, but they do have the spot as of right now. Um, and luckily for them, the Padres are not playing well either. So, yeah, that's the National League kind of um, right now in a nutshell. Division leaders, let's see, Milwaukee's going to win handily. San Francisco's going to win handily. Atlanta, at this point, is probably going to win the division, uh, unless they really stumble over the last five weeks or so. Uh, we shall see. Uh, let's see. American League. Oh, I was going to talk about the Red Sox. Hold on. There it is. It's not much. The Yankees are rolling. The Red Sox are not. They're going backwards. Everyone in June said, hey, the Yankees are dead. Then all of a sudden, they make deals for Anthony Rizzo, Joey Gallo, some left-handed hitters for that stadium of theirs. And all of a sudden, they've won like 13 in a row. Or did they lose the other day? No, they were, as of Thursday, they won 11 in a row. So, I, I mean, Jesus, you can't really get better than that. Um, you know, they could catch the Rays. As of right now, they're leading the wild card. So, I would think... Um, Time to worry for the Red Sox because they didn't go out and really make deals at the deadline. They kind of stood pat and said, hey, don't worry, we got Chris Sale coming back, and he's been pitching well so far, but they didn't do much to upgrade the rest of the people, so the rest of the team. So they kind of put themselves in this spot with their lackadaisical approach. Is it lackadaisical or lackadaisical? I don't know. I've read it a couple different ways, but I've also read that on the internet, so who knows? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, right now it's Yankees, Red Sox in the wild card spot, but uh, Oakland, I mean, they're, oh, geez, Oakland is struggling. Toronto, you can't count them out with that lineup. And Seattle has been a surprise. I don't think Seattle has it uh, to really make a run, but who knows? They've been playing well this week, so who the hell knows? And the divisions are, let's see, White Sox will win theirs with no problems. The Rays, they're up now. I don't know. Are they going to hold on to that? That's a good question. They're a really good team. What are they up by? Four and a half? Uh, they should hold it. I mean, it's the weird thing that the Yankees won 11 in a row and they're still four and a half back of the division. So yeah, that's, uh, baseball's fun, man. Baseball's so fun. And Houston in the West should be fine. White Sox are going to win. That's going to be fine. Um, so the wild card in the American League, it's right now Yankees, Red Sox, Oakland, maybe Seattle, maybe Toronto, maybe everybody else. I mean, Cleveland's at 500. Everyone else is under. So who knows? Getting exciting. Unless you're a Phillies or Red Sox fan, then you're panicking. But uh, Or maybe you've already panicked and that feeling is gone and you're just resigned to another mediocre finish. Maybe that's it. But, uh, oh, damn it. That's what she said! Woo! <sighs> Thank you, Bender. Much appreciated. Oh, jeez. You know, I, I think I missed one a couple weeks ago, right at the end of the show. I was going to put it in there anyway, but I was like, yeah, you know what? I didn't, uh, I didn't thank him, so I didn't want to do it. But anyway... <laughs> So there you go. That's uh, that's where we are with baseball, right? Again, as of Thursday, but um, that is where we are with the baseball stuff. I, I haven't talked baseball in a while. I've been kind of busy with other things, so it's good to kind of get it all out there and get it all in because you know how much I enjoy baseball. So we are entering almost the final month of the season, and so yeah, I always I say this every year. This is the time. If you if you're like, oh man, all these games don't matter now, all of them do. You're like, oh, it's a long year. It doesn't matter. Now they all matter. So if you're going to get into baseball, now's the time. All right. Maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll be able to have Josh on 
to really do a rundown, as Josh and I like to do. Uh, if I can find, again, guests coming on the show at this point is dependent on me finding time to say, hey, Jill, can you hang out with Arthur for an hour? And trying to find a good time to do that. So keep that in mind if you want to come on the show um, or if you suggest someone to come on the show that time is not something I have a lot of. As I told Derek a few weeks ago, time is limited and, uh, and precious, I suppose. So there you go. Oh, finally this week, congratulations in order for Miguel Cabrera, 500 career home runs. Sorry, Josh, I know. Uh, funny thing, I used to hate Miguel Cabrera when I was a youngin, when he was a youngin as well, because he played for the Marlins and would just kick the crap out of the Phillies all the time. And he was so good, and he was really cocky about it. And I'm like, but he's really good. And then he went to the Tigers, and now he just kicked the crap out of Josh's favorite team for 10 years. And so uh, he's a 500 home run hitter now. And how many hits is he away from 3,000? Like 40? Something like that? Uh, if he played every day, maybe he could get that this year, buddy. I know he doesn't. So uh, I would say early next year, he's going to get 3,000 hits, provided he plays. He's got, what, two, three years left on the deal? So, um, And he says he wants to play it out. So I would think early next year, he's going to get 3,000 hits. And then, you know, five years after he's done playing, he's in the Hall of Fame. No doubt in my mind. So uh, Brian will probably be back on the show five years from now to talk about Miguel Cabrera getting into the Hall of Fame, um, unless he disagrees with that. Ooh, I just, I didn't think about that. But anyway, um, yes, congratulations to Miguel. Man, one of the best hitters I've ever seen. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that because, oh, milestone, but no, really, like one of the best, maybe one of the best right-handed hitters ever. Is that fair to say? Some historian, let me know if I'm off on that, if I'm thinking too, uh, too simply about that. But certainly one of the best hitters of his generation and, uh, Soon enough, a well-deserved Hall of Famer. So there you go. That's your baseball for this week. As much as I could get. Did I get everybody? I don't know, but um, I did my best. How about that? We did. I did my best with what I had. I said, hey, let's talk about these teams. Then I decided on the fly. Let's look at the standings. That's always fun for me to ramble about other teams. So there you go. Did we take almost the same amount of time as the rest of the show? No, but uh, it's time to go. So there you go. My thanks to everybody for... Oh, we had a question. Damn it. Uh, we'll do it next time. Uh, there was a question about trading in your division. Let me... You know what? I'll do it right now. Real quick, because there's not a lot that I need to say here. Uh, somebody asked, Pat, how do you feel about sports teams, about teams trading within their divisions? My thing, generally, you make the deal that's going to be best for your team. If you're unloading uh, for salary or if you're just starting to rebuild... No matter who the team is, you unload, you trade them to uh, whoever's going to help your team. Whatever deal is going to be best for your team, that's the one you make. Um, I know it's weird to trade in your division, but you know if that team has the best package of prospects or money or whatever that you want to get back for the persons or persons you're trading, then you make that deal, right? You don't make a lesser deal because it's from a different team. You, you make the deal that's going to help your team the most. All right, so there, that's my answer. Um, if you'd like me to dive into it again, let me know. I'll do it in a couple weeks. Um, or if you want to get more specific with the question, if you have like another thought about it, if you disagree, let me know for sure, and um, and we can do that. So there you go. That's your sports. That's your show. My thanks to everybody for hanging out today. I almost said thanks for the answers, but we had no question. My thanks to last night saved my life. 
for their tune, Black Dress, their new EP, The Color Infinite Part 1, coming out October 1st. And maybe they'll be on the show. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, my thanks to the IT people at work, because uh, they really helped me out. They really did. And uh, thanks to Jeopardy for, well, they didn't get rid of Mike Richards. Uh, thanks to Claire McNear from The Ringer for outing Mike Richards and getting him off the Jeopardy stage. Now, if only he could lose the other job to really show that the network cares, that Sony or whoever, that they care about this stuff. But, I don't know, optics, man, whatever. Anything else I got to tell you? I don't know. Next week, maybe again, uh, maybe a special episode if I hear back from the right people. If not, I don't know what's going to happen. But I hope you come back and join me for it, no matter what it is. All right, so there you go. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And uh, let's see, thenextlevelnetwork.com for all the network stuff. TheMeltingPat.com for all of my stuff. You know the drill by now. I'm everywhere at the Melting Pat. And, um, oh, yeah, you want to leave a voicemail or send a text? 209-867-7638 to do all of that. And that is all for today. Thank you very much. This has been an 8-Boiling production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. And, of course, wash your hands, wear your mask, get vaccinated when you can, and don't do anything I wouldn't do. We crammed it all together. Did that work? I don't know, but I'm done. <laughs> Thank you so much. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty outside, a lemonade will be nice. Stop a spice from the top to a BK. Got a vodka, a drink, fuck girls. Got the bait on the front board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Go, 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 go. You sent me from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, uh, cause I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, 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 stick it in the fridge. And a friend. Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball. So every decoration of Colada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks. They got me a bunch. I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge Cause I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty I like cold beverage, yeah